Hey Swifties, welcome to a brand new episode of Swifty School, where together we walk Clownilia Street covering the latest news and Easter eggs from our fearless leader, Taylor Swift. I'm your host, Reagan Bailey, and it is enchanting to have you here. Now that we're out of the woods, let's get into today's episode. It's another great day to be alive at the same time as Taylor Swift. Happy 1989 release week. It's Monday. I'm feeling funky. I'm feeling fresh. And I'm feeling like you and I are never going to go out of style. How are we doing? Are we excited? I feel like we have something to get us through this crazy week that is ahead. I'm feeling pretty confident that we're not going to get any sort of surprise drops or anything going into this 1989 release week. I think we're just going to have kind of the usual standard drop, if you will. And then perhaps, perhaps, perhaps we will get one of the treats, i.e. double or triple album later on in the week. Now let's do a little recap. Here's what I have in store for you guys. I've got my notes in front of me. If you're tuning in on YouTube, hey, hello. How are you guys doing? If you're watching or listening, from home or in your car, whatever the heck you're doing, let's go through a little game day recap because if you tuned into the NFL game yesterday, you know Taylor was in attendance. She wore her red, she had her red lipstick. It was cute, it was fun, but we have a little bit of, I'm gonna call it minor drama. Maybe that's even an exaggeration surrounding the game yesterday. Nothing related to Taylor. It was kind of the people who were around her. So we'll get into that. We'll do a little recap of the game, a little recap of where we're at in terms of Travis, Trailer, Trailer? Are we calling him Travis? Traveler? I'm not really sure. We need it. I like Swelsey. We're going with Swelsey. We're going to talk about the recap and the latest on Swelsey. And then let's dive into 1989 release week, the songs, my thoughts, the latest developments, if you will, and all that jazz. So let's get right into it. Now, as I mentioned, yesterday was game day and Swelsey was in full, full swing. I feel like we have a rom-com playing out in front of us. If you guys are a millennial like me, I'm 27 years old. I grew up with the Cinderella story and I truly feel like we are watching this Hilary Duff, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey moment in real life and it's so so fun to experience little fun fact for you i actually was friends with the young hillary duff growing up we went to elementary school together me and that girl if you're familiar with the movie or maybe if you're a gen zer and you're like what the heck are you talking about the cinderella story is a movie where this girl she goes after the football player it's very much exactly what this taylor swift kind of situation is i was friends with the young hillary duff in the movie in the beginning when she like the earthquake happens She's in the room with her dad. That was my friend growing up and I got to go to the red carpet premiere and it was really cool. And Chad Michael Murray can confirm he is equally as delicious in person as he is in that movie. But I digress. We're loving the rom-com moment. We're living for it. We're here for it. And I want to touch on a couple of the things that were highlights of this game. Obviously, Taylor's being adorable. I sent in my broadcast channel that she was wearing a Heart 87 friendship bracelet. But what's most notable about this moment of Taylor attending the Chiefs game is that they have yet to lose with Taylor in attendance. Now, that's like, okay, maybe coincidence. You could write that off. But what's most interesting, and a lot of the sports reporters were talking about this today, is that Travis has had his best performance of his career with Taylor in attendance, specifically at yesterday's game. So I want to give you a little rundown. And by no means am I an NFL or football expert, if you will. But here is what the numbers are telling me. So we've got yards per game. With Taylor in attendance, Travis did 99 yards per game. When he was left to his own devices, if you will... 
he was doing 46.5 yards per game. So nearly double when Taylor is in attendance. And just yesterday at the game, he did 143 yards. I mean, I'm no mathematician, but that seems like a 200 to 300% increase. If somebody could send me a DM and break that down for me, I'd love to know the specifics of what that actually means. But I touched on in the beginning that there was a little bit of beef or drama, if you will, surrounding yesterday's game. And that all goes back to Mahomes. Who is Mahomes? What I've learned so far is that he is the quarterback and then his wife, Brittany Mahomes. Brittany Mahomes is the cutie blonde who's been seen in the suite or club level area that Taylor's been watching the game from. She's the blonde. She's the quarterback's wife. We've got Taylor. We've got Travis as the tight end. And then we have Holmes, who is the quarterback. Now, his brother, Jackson, was in attendance. Now, a lot of people were fearful that this situationship would lead to Jackson being in the whereabouts of Taylor. And I don't want to spread gossip or anything like that, but there are a lot of reports out there, and I'm going to leave you guys to do your own research on this. A lot of reports that Jackson is bad news bears. A little trigger warning for anybody here. There is a little bit of SA involved is what it seems like. There's apparently an open investigation on Jackson. A lot of this is kind of like, I guess, in the in the midst of being looked into further, but there has been confirmed reports that Jackson is not someone that's pleasant to be around. I'll leave it at that. You could do your own research. People were concerned because he was in the suite with Taylor. Taylor was photographed, not like posing with him, but he was like behind her essentially the entire time because of course she was hanging out with Brittany Mahomes, his sister-in-law, and people are just concerned that she is even in his vicinity. Now here, here's my two cents. Taylor's an adult. Obviously she's gonna have to be in situations that are less than ideal. She cannot control. This is not her stomping grounds, if you will. She cannot control who she is around. She cannot control who is in this booth, this suite. I I heard there was a report that she bought an entire suite. Obviously if she did, she would have been in it today. So I don't think that's a confirmed thing. But she can't control who's in this suite. And obviously players are gonna have their extended family, their immediate family. And if they're good people or bad people, Taylor can control that. So all she can control is her actions. And it doesn't seem like there was any direct like contact between the two of them. Perhaps I'm totally wrong. I did see a few people alluding to the fact that like Jackson might have asked Taylor or like looked like he was trying to get her to take a video or a photo with him. I don't know if it actually happened. And again, I'm not too concerned about this, but just to keep you in the know, in the loop, that is the 411 on the game yesterday. So we got Travis doing his best performance, (laughs) saying performance as if it's It's like a theater show. His best performance, athletic performance, if you will, with Taylor in attendance. She was wearing a really cute vintage crew neck and a mini skirt. Now let's talk about her fashion because we've touched on this a lot and Taylor has been wearing a lot of skirts recently, which is really fun, but I loved her pairing of a heeled loafer with this look. Now her heels specifically were from the brand Reformation. They run for about, I believe it was like $348 when I had last looked and she paired it with the black sock, which I think was fun. I wouldn't have minded like a white ruffle sock as well. But nonetheless, I think that this is a trend that is going to transcend into the coming seasons because a mini skirt can be paired really easily for fall and winter with a winter tight, with a knee-high sock, with a scrunch sock even. I mean, you could do, the possibilities are endless here. I like to do those really cute Amazon fleece leggings underneath a mini skirt during the winter time. So I think that we'll continue to see Taylor dabble in this mini skirt trend. Specifically, the pleated looks fabulous on her with her long, gigantic legs. (laughs) 
as we know, she's like almost six foot tall. The heel and a mini skirt is definitely a fabulous show-stopping combo for her. And then the red just looks so, so fun against her skin tone. Speaking of red, we know Taylor loves her red lipstick. And I wanted to call out to you guys. I was so excited the other day. If you saw my unboxing on Instagram, Kate Spade had sent me a package. And inside that package, they included a red lipstick. Now, this is the Ruby Woo W-O-O lipstick. Allegedly, this is one of Taylor's favorite red lipsticks. It's from MAC Cosmetics. TBT, I have not shopped at MAC in forever, but I do stand by their lipsticks. Absolutely love them. And I recorded for you guys like a little first impressions. The thing that you have to note with red lipstick, Taylor typically goes for a more blue-hued red lipstick, which is considered more of a true red lipstick. And the reason for this and the reason most people like a blue-hued red lipstick is because it actually makes your teeth look whiter. So little fun fact there for you. <laughs> Nothing else to report in terms of the game and game day and all of that jazz. I did hear there was a rumor that the Kansas City Chiefs are hosting some sort of Halloween party. Um, I don't know if that's like, I doubt it's an official Kansas City Chiefs, but I think all of the wives and girlfriends, which a lot of news outlets are reporting <laughs> on wives and girlfriends as WAG, W-A-G, wives and girlfriends, as becoming kind of like a trend right now. I, I don't really know. I guess that's all because of Taylor. So we love that for her, but they're calling it the WAG economy. <laughs> I don't know. I guess maybe because of all of the different sales that Taylor has generated because of her being in attendance. Nonetheless, let's dive in to what really matters, which is 1989 release week. We have so much to discuss. So let's switch gears and talk about one of Taylor's most beloved and honestly, number one pop album in the world. I have not seen any other Swifties talk about this, and it is a specific moment that happens during the era's tour film, specifically in the 1989 era. Now, we know a lot of people have been clowning about the fact that there is perhaps a double album and maybe even a triple album coming in the 1989 Taylor's version era that we have coming up right around the corner. But in the moment where Taylor is singing and the stage is kind of doing a little movement action, you can see that there's a graphic showing six different Taylors. And it's her essentially wearing the same outfit that she is while performing the mini skirt and the crop top. But there are six different colors shown. Four of those align with the deluxe albums that we've seen thus far, which is the Crystal Skies Blue, Rose Garden Pink, Aquamarine Green, Sunrise Boulevard Yellow, and then there is a black and a light blue. Keep in mind, these are the two colors that we have seen shown repeatedly when 1989 things have been glitching. Now, we've been thinking that black perhaps is just representing the sixth studio album, which as we know is the beloved reputation, but what if it's going back to our double album theory of the light blue representing the 1989 TV and the black being the double album or the second version that Taylor might be coming out with. So I'm just going to plant that seed. Again, thank you to one of my followers for sending that in to me and pointing that out. Now, if you're not already a member of my broadcast channel, make sure you join that because I'll be sending the picture that I took during the Aerostore film of the specific moment so you can have this reference and clown with me because I'm so curious to hear if any of you guys have any other thoughts on this or as to why she would be referencing six different versions of herself during the 1989 era specific I thought that was really interesting. Now, as a refresher, we've got 21 songs coming on 1989 TV. Five of those are unreleased, and there is going to be one extra bonus track. So that means we're getting six total songs. So that leaves us with the 16 original songs and the five unreleased, and then one extra bonus track, which is Sweeter Than Fiction, which I believe is coming on the Target exclusive album, if I'm not mistaken. Nonetheless, that means we've got 76 minutes and 28 seconds total of 1989 TV, which I am so, so jazzed about. 
about. Now, a lot of people were a little upset that those four deluxe albums, which has repeatedly been marketed to us as exclusive to TaylorNation.com, must buy them now, only here for 72 hours or 48 hours, whatever it might be. It has been leaked that those are actually going to be available starting this Friday at Target. So if you did not pick those up online or you couldn't decide or whatever it might be, not to fear because they will be available at Target starting later this week. Now, I wanted to call out really quickly. We have a little milestone, if you will, in terms of the 1989 album, Taylor's version, because we have Taylor's shortest song ever. Now, before this, Glitch is Taylor's shortest song, and I believe that was coming in around two minutes and 30 seconds. But now her second bonus track, which is Now That We Don't Talk, is coming in at two minutes and 26 seconds. So this will take the cake for Taylor's shortest song to date. So if you didn't see, Taylor recently dropped her Taylor's version Eras collection. Now we are no stranger to the Eras collection that Taylor typically comes out with every time she's been releasing a re-release. But I want to touch on something that was really interesting when looking at the pricing of all of these TV 1989 Eras collection items. Now, starting with the hoodie, we've got a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight items. We've got a hoodie, pullover, long sleeve t-shirt, water bottle and holder, desktop notepad, puppy stickers, and then a wallet with inserts. The prices are what I want you to pay attention to here. We start with the hoodie at $64.89. And then from there, we've got the pullover for $54.89, long sleeve for $44.89, and so on. So Taylor has us starting at $6.64. 89 and going all the way down to 1989. We also have the wallet and inserts at 989. And I found this theory on TikTok, had to share it with you guys because I thought it was so interesting that these items are priced to count down from six, five, four, three, two, one, zero, basically alluding to reputation. <laughs> are we totally crazy? I feel like this is one of those moments where when I say it out loud, I'm like, okay, I think we're crazy. But wanted to share that with you. I thought it was an interesting call out. There were really no other Easter eggs that I could find when it came to the latest merch drop other than they're so freaking cute and I wish they shipped sooner because my patience is way too low for me to wait for these items to come basically in 2024. And at that point, I'm sure we'll already have a new album we'll be clowning about. So let me know if you guys picked up any of those items. Send me a DM because I cannot wait to see what the quality is like. I feel like we have been lucking out lately in terms of the quality and sort of like the designs that Taylor Nation has been coming out with. I feel like they definitely listened to us and stepped it up. By the way, speaking of stepping it up, I have some thoughts and predictions when it comes to the vault tracks and I wanted to cover those quickly because I think the next time we talk, the album is going to be out and a lot of you requested that I do a live reaction. So not to fear, I will be live reacting to every single vault track song and I will be recording my thoughts on those. But I did hear a little rumor, uh, I, I didn't hear, I guess I should say I read a rumor that we are going to be getting a music video for Slut! Exclamation point. <laughs> I want to do some thoughts and predictions. I thought it'd be fun to just clown in terms of what I think is to come from these vault tracks. What comes to mind when I think of the song Slut is I think this is going to be the precursor to the song Me. So Me, we know it's uplifting. We know, I promise you can never find another one like me. It's feeling powerful. It's, it's an empowering song. It embodies being comfortable in your own skin. But when I think of slut, exclamation point, I think of being in your own head. I'm thinking of two things, a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other. Angel equals me and slut equals devil. And that is what I am thinking in terms of maybe slut being the middle ground that brings us 
to the dark side, which would be like the black 1989 version with all of the other vault tracks or maybe the features or maybe the rock version that we would be getting. I have no clue, but I have this theory in my head that maybe Slut is like the response or the precursor to the song Me because Taylor doesn't use exclamation points a lot. And maybe I'm just totally clowning on that, but I can't get that out of my head. And I feel like we have something fun in store when it comes to that song, whether it's a music video or just the storytelling of it is going to give us either backstory, like, or I, I don't know. I don't know. Let me know your guys' thoughts on that. But that one just keeps coming back to me. And I feel like there's something coming and brewing with that one, especially being that that was the first thing to come out of the vault. If you recall, when we got that 1989 vault, the letters S-L-U-T and exclamation point were what came out. So she was pointing to that early on and definitely wants us to pay attention to it. So that's why I think that would be the one out of anything that we would get a music video to. And keep in mind, we did get a music video to a vault track on the last album when we got I Can See You. So I don't know. What do you think? Did she have time to film a music video recently? Is it coming? I don't know. I'm so excited for that one. Now, if you're new to the podcast, I end every episode by diving into what I like to call Swifty submissions. I've got a form that's linked in my bio or the description of the podcast where you can send in anything from just a total crazy clown theory to a request for the episode. And there are a lot of you guys who have some pretty crazy clown theories happening this week. So I want to dive into a couple of those now. This one came from Anonymous and I can't believe I did not notice this. Now, since since we last talked, we got the release of the live Cruel Summer TS Eras Tour version along with the remix and the regular Cruel Summer. If you add the playtime of all three of those songs together, it equals 10 minutes. Now, if you listen to my previous episodes, you know that we've been clowning about the specific date, November 10th. So the fact that those three Cruel Summer songs equal 10 minutes is so, so interesting to me and has me clowning that perhaps maybe just maybe we would get an announcement for a reputation on that date. Now, one of my listeners, Mira B, had a really great point, and she basically said that she's been thinking, ever since Cruel Summer, the live version came out, what if this is signaling to Lover Deluxe coming soon? I never thought about the fact that we would be getting maybe something further from the Lover era, especially not only being that Taylor is in her Lover era right now with Swelsey, if you will, but the fact that Lover, we will not be getting a Taylor's version of that since she already owned her music at that point. So that would be a really interesting plot twist, and maybe, maybe a total diversion from the fact that we thought we were getting reputation on November 10th. Maybe we would get Lover Deluxe. I don't know. Would she want to lean further into Lover era? Does she want to leave it in the past? Not totally sure, but Mira, thanks for sending that in. I love that theory. This next one comes from Lydia R. And Lydia said, if the Eras Tour doc comes out on streaming, Taylor should split it up by eras into a series. That way you can pick your favorite era and watch it from that specific part of the film. I love this idea, but I think we're going to have something more come from Taylor. It's either going to be probably on Amazon, maybe Netflix or Disney Plus. Okay, maybe I have no idea where it'll be. I think we're going to get some sort of 10 part or maybe 13 part series of a behind the scenes of the Eras tour, the filming, or I don't, I don't know. I, I'm so curious to see how this comes together. I don't think Taylor will want to exhaust doing another film, a feature film version of this, like she did for Eras tour film, like a release in theaters. I think this would be definitely an extension of the tour and maybe on streaming. Lydia, I love that idea. And I think it would be a great way to separate it into all the different eras into different episodes on a streaming platform. Now, regardless of what we have in store for the rest of this week, I have had so much fun clowning with you 
you guys today and as always we never go out of style and the best things and podcasts in life are free (laughs) i'm headed to florida this week and i am going to pick up my brand new kitty which is very lover era of me the same way taylor got benjamin surrounding lover era i am getting my new cat rocket as we enter the 1989 TV version. And I'm just so, so excited for my new edition. I will definitely be doing some videos, probably with my mom while I am there. We're going to see the Aerostore film. And yes, this will be my fourth time seeing it. No judgment here. Very, very jazzed. Can't wait to probably have the theater to ourselves because I think we're going to go see it on like a Tuesday afternoon when everyone's in school and it'll be so, so fun. And I can't wait to see my mom's reaction to all of this since she's kind of a Swifty by proxy, same way I would say Matt is. Like she's definitely gotten into a lot more of the clowning and all of that jazz since she is on the socials and all of that. But yeah, that's that's where we're going to leave it with that. I'm just quaking in my boots with excitement. Can't wait to listen to these vault tracks. Let me know if you guys have any theories in the meantime time fill out the form send me a dm you guys know the drill thanks for tuning in and i know that everybody here was somewhere else before so thanks so much for tuning in (laughs) i'll see you guys on the next one bye Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I know all too well how busy life can be and I am so grateful that you chose to stay, stay, stay. Now just know this is me trying and I would greatly appreciate if you took a minute to leave a review or maybe share this episode with a fellow Swifty. Make sure you join my broadcast channel on Instagram for more Swiftivities. And long story short, this love is real and I'm beyond grateful for your support. See you next time.